Okay, welcome to the uh, Swedish Junior Hockey Podcast. Jacob Dahlin, your host. Today, the white whale of elite prospects, United States. <laughs> uh, the man behind the brand here uh, is what I'm going to call you. Uh, we'll see. We'll talk about it here. But but um, Peter Sibner. Thank you. Welcome, thank to, you. welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you very much. This episode is brought to you by Scandlux, your home for Scandinavian luxury products for the U.S. market. You can find us at scanlux.com. So I'm going to start. I chatted a little bit offline with you. My first interaction or my first introduction to Peter Simner, you know where that was? I have no idea, but there's a multitude <laughs> of choices, I'm sure. <laughs> so you were a guest of Emil Nilsen's Vi Måste Prata podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah that Not, was a couple of years ago. That was a few years ago. And I was like, oh, there's a lead prospects guy in the U.S. That is really interesting. It really didn't talk too much about hockey. It was more about uh, living in the U.S. Uh, so yeah, it was it was that in politics at the time, I believe, because I was yes. at the height of COVID, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, he hasn't reached out back to me again. I, I'd like to join him again. I don't know if he's still doing that pod, but um, yeah, Emilis of. It's a nice acquaintance to have. He's um, he's uh, you know he's very passionate about hockey and everything he uh, puts his mind to. So um, a, a great character. Very, and I, that's a great great description of him. I've I actually I left Lexand when I was eighteen, so he's a little bit younger than me. But since I left, he has been a a a, a good source of. If you really want to know what's going on in Lexand. Just go into Vimos de Prata podcast and uh, and you can learn a lot about a lot of things. But anyway, we're not going to talk about email, even though uh, good to give him a plug on this podcast as well. So let's get the main topic today is 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 elite prospects. And, and hopefully we can peel the onion a little bit. I guarantee you 100 percent of the listeners are of this podcast use elite prospects all the time. So we're not going to need to give an introduction on how do you find elite prospects, but, but I do want to give, I think it'd be interesting to talk about how we got started and how you guys became uh, the go-to place when it comes to, I mean, it's for junior hockey, it is every junior player is on elite prospects themselves. And everybody that is in junior hockey is on, on, on elite prospects. So give a little introduction about you first and cause you live in Tampa or Clearwater. I can't remember. Uh, yeah. So I'm in Lakewood ranch, just South of Tampa. Um, I moved here about five years ago, um, to set up the U uh, S affiliate of every sport group. Uh, every sport group is the parent company of elite prospects. Um, elite prospects has been in the portfolio of every sport since about 2007 or 2008, I will say, but, um, you know, as with anything, pretty humble beginnings, the guy named Johan Nilsson, who's still still with us uh, running the website on a daily basis. He started Elite Prospects in his dorm room uh, when he was still in high school back in 1999. Um, very passionate about hockey. Um, this is when right around when the Internet basically, you know, exploded, became a household thing. So what he did was he started writing uh, scouting profiles in English about Swedish junior prospects. Um, you know, he was spending a lot of time at like HF boards and other hockey forums back then. 
Um, and so he figured he needed to put together a website for this because even back then, you know, Swedish prospects were, you know, getting drafted to the NHL, making marks in the NHL. So, um, so certainly, um, a pent up demand for, for more info about Swedish prospects. Remember back then there was nothing like, like we have now. So, um, so, you know, these NHL fans, they didn't know anything about, well, they drafted this Swedish kid. Who is it? So Johan's website became a go-to source. And then he started including statistics, you know, from, for these players from the Swedish junior leagues and the Swedish pro leagues and whatnot. And uh, eventually people started adding more statistics and that's just where it kind of snowballed. So all of a sudden he started putting statistics in for, for players of all nationalities. And then we started adding, you know, uh, historical statistics just for reference. Um, and then all of a sudden, I guess the game with, with hockey DB was on to become the leading hockey database. I will say for the first seven, eight years of elite prospects assistance, that was not necessarily the, you know, the main selling point, but now it certainly is because we have imported um, so many million um, megabytes of, of data into the platform. We currently have over 1 million players in our database. So, so I will say as of today, we're the IMDB or the uh, Wikipedia of hockey, which wasn't, it was just, you know, it was just a scouting website at first, but now it's different, of course. So was it Elite Prospects? Was that the name of it from the beginning? It was always EliteProspects.com, yes. That, so, that's, uh, that itself is, to me, is, is amazing. You know, how many, you know, companies have been around since in this, in this space of, 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 of um, online platforms that are, you know, the same as it was from the beginning. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's a for us, it's a curse and a blessing. Obviously, elite prospects, you know, sums up pretty well what we're doing. I mean, our main, um, you know, uh, our primary selling point is the coverage of of youth hockey players, right? Youth and junior yep. hockey players, the the stars of tomorrow. But we're also a historical archive of of some notoriety, I will say. So you know, we we sometimes struggle to explain that elite prospects is not just about you know young hockey players. It's also you'll also find people who died like a hundred years ago in the database, and you know you will find every every row of, of of nhl statistics dating back to even pre-1917 so so um yeah it is but it is a good name it's yeah, no, it's, I, it's definitely you know good choice by johan back in 1999 when he registered the url so december 1999 elite and we've never left it so so uh um, well and i think that from a standpoint of, of branding and name recognition it is very strong within that within the space of 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 hockey. I mean, everybody knows um, elite prospects. So, wh what about you? What what's your because you started? If I pull you up, you started in. Uh, you've been twelve years. That's a long time. So, what was it like when you started, and what's your background? Yeah. So uh, before I started with every sport and elite prospects, I was in uh, management consulting and uh, executive recruitment, staffing, uh, boring stuff like that. 
Um, then I started writing columns. I've always been a hockey fan. I basically grew up in a hockey rink. Um, so I've been around the game since, since, you know, since I was a fetus basically. So, um, so it was always, it was always my number one passion in life. Um, and I was always a bit of a writer. I was a journalist when I was a kid and I, I had a knack for writing. Um, so I started writing columns at Hockeysverige, which was kind of like the hockey news of Sweden. Yep. Uh, one thing led to another and I got involved with the owner of, um, every sport, which back then was football direct, Hockeysverige, elite prospect, several sports website, and they needed basically a CEO. Um, it was a small company back then, uh, five, six websites in the portfolio and they needed, someone with a good business acumen and a passion for, you know, sports, media, journalism. Uh, so I took over uh, January 2012 and uh, well, the rest is history, I guess. Back then elite prospects had probably like 300,000 players in the database. Maybe we had something like 200,000 unique visitors a week. And today we were at over 1 million players in the database and a million and a half visitors a week. So, so yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting journey for sure. I I'd say the, the big growth actually came back in 2014, 15, when we started adding way more North American youth leagues, um, you know, up until 2014, we pretty much just had the elite leagues, um and yeah. the junior leagues and then we started adding triple a hockey we started adding women's hockey um double a hockey high school hockey and that's basically when because when i started i say about 60 percent of our traffic was still from sweden uh and now it's about 60 percent north america and about 10 15 sweden 10 finland and the rest is you know from the rest of of europe basically so so it, it definitely took off in north america around 2015 i'd say and that's that's when we also realized you know the commercial opportunity for elite prospects is is primarily north america of course we're we're still a global website we've always been we cover hockey on a global basis always will do um but in terms of you know financial growth um north america is where we get the most traffic that's where we get the most ad revenue and also that's where we now have more subscribers we we started our subscription service back in 2018 the ep premium yep. and uh, a majority of our subscribers are are in north america that's why they sent me over here like five years ago um we realized that we needed presence um in the primary market and and uh well you know i raised my hand and i packed the family on a plane and went over so I got to ask about that, too. I said, why in the world would you go to the Tampa area of Florida? Why not just go to like most Swedes that goes to uh, Minnesota or Buffalo or somewhere like that? Well, you know, having you were done smart. almost forty, well, having done almost forty years in Sweden, I was sick and tired of cold and rain and, and overcast weather. So you know, Florida was great. It was. Uh, well, we wanted to be on the East Coast. We wanted to be somewhere. We've always, you know, been here on vacation, so we yeah. knew the area very well. And and also, um, to be honest, it's a it's a, you know, it's the fastest growing state in the U.S. Everybody's moving here now, and hockey is, you know, um, growing at a crazy speed. It's it's um, it's very fast. It's been very fascinating to to live down here these past five years and see how much hockey is growing in Florida. Yeah. Were you surprised about uh, just because I, 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 you know, I went through the same thing, but mine was 30 years ago. But um, were you surprised about the the involvement of men's league hockey in the U.S. when you came? Because I, I, I have to I have to 
believe that when you pull up your elite prospects um, profile, which is on there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Staff uh, profile and player profile. Yeah, no, I'm, I I, yeah. look, I, yeah, so let's not talk about the staff one here, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm missing the, I'm assuming that you're, you're in a beer league somewhere in the Tampa area. Yeah. So as of right now, I'm, I'm actually so involved with coaching. I don't really have time to, to play beer league anymore. They, they're trying to pull me in. Um, um, and my old team actually just won the championship. They never won it when I was there. So, so I'm trying to get back in now, but I think the chances are slim. No, I, I played quite a bit of beer league when I got here. It was a great way of, you know, getting to know people. And I was surprised with, uh, well, what an industry it is. I mean, at our little rink here in Ellington, um, about half an hour south of Tampa, there were probably like, well, they had like six or eight divisions for beer league. And it's crazy. You know what it's like back home in Sweden is once you pass 25 and stop playing, you know, at a serious level, it's hard to ever get out on the ice anymore. There's no I such know. thing as beer league. You got maybe like the veterans will play it at 11:30 PM on a Sunday or something. If you know somebody you get to play, but, but here you walk up and you sign up for a team that is suitable to your level and boom, you're, you know, off to the races. And, and it's been great. You know, it's, we had a lot of fun. We won a championship in B league one year. I, I played 40 plus a league for, for a couple of years. And well, now I might, I'm starting to add a few pounds here with, with living the good life in Florida. So I, I should probably fall season is about to start. So I'm definitely going to lace up again this season, I think. Yeah. No, I, I'm the same way. And I, I mean, I took 22 years off and then I started, didn't have any equipment anymore. And Got into, I mean, with similar path. Got got into coaching my my son who was in learn to play at the time, four years old. Again, was involved in special hockey, and then coached for ten years and was involved playing in in uh, in B league and C league and here and you know just fun. And um, then I got I, I actually quit because I got too competitive. I just couldn't couldn't um, I couldn't control myself. I I got too emotionally involved and. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I never played hockey at a high level back home. I played division three, mostly division four. So, you know, but, but beer league in Florida, there's, there's definitely always going to be a few levels uh, beneath you. If, if you, yeah. if you have that, even though I have a very modest background, it's, it's definitely um, another thing, another reason to like Florida. Yeah. Yeah. And then now you're coaching your son, Milton, right? Uh, yeah. So I'm coaching, uh, U16 travel hockey. We got a really good group of, uh, 2008s there this year, a bit of a project. We're looking to be a, a really good double A team next year. Uh, and he also just started high school and I, you know, instantly got involved with that. So now I'm a high school hockey coach too. I, I went through all the steps of the USA hockey, um, um tier four i think it is i'm yeah. uh, i'm pondering taking my level five but i just got to find the time for it it seems uh, fairly advanced to do that but yeah i've, I've gone through the steps of the uh, usa hockey system and it's it's a lot of fun it's you know being around hockey all day for work and then going to the rink as soon as you're done it's um it can get you know life can get overloaded with hockey every once in a while but i i i you know i wouldn't want it any other way yeah. All right. Let's go back to the to, to the site here. So um, one question I had is market share. So when I first started looking, I was using HockeyDB and I rarely ever, not to not to throw them under the bus, but, you know, I I don't I don't go to HockeyDB, but but they were the number one earlier 
I would say, yeah. here. Uh, I, I don't know really if that was global uh, from that standpoint, but but do you guys measure uh, market share or or how do you? No, not really, because you know, um, you know, we we've had a lot of conversations with with uh, the guy at HockeyDB over the years, and you know, I was I was an avid user of HockeyDB myself before yep. I started using Elite Prospects, and and you know, back in the day, it would do you know it would serve two different purposes, I guess. And then we started adding NHL statistics and, and there was a, you know, a, a competition situation. Uh, of course that was inevitable. Um, you know, hockey DB is still a really good and simple to use website. And I sometimes use it myself actually, but, but of course elite prospects with the muscle we have, uh, you know, being a part of a Swedish publicly listed media company, we have, you know, more resources at our disposal yep. as far as technical development and marketing and, you know, being able to hire staff for content production and all that. And, so, um, so, I mean, we, we serve different purposes. Now we have a lot of statistics at elite prospects. You know, we have 13, 14 year old youth players at elite prospects. They don't. So, I mean, it's, it's two different websites these yeah. days. So we don't really measure ourselves, um, up against hockey DB that much. Uh, there's not really a good way to figure out market share. They, they certainly don't have the same, you know, um, um, commercial drive that we do. So, um yeah i mean I, I i totally admire hockey db for all they've done for for hockey over the years and 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 i definitely wouldn't want to throw them under the bus it, it it's been a great website for, for for decades as well yeah no i agree i agree I, I i share your sentiment what about so the other question i have is how do you in a simple way explain the back the how do you get the data because and and is <laughs> you know, if you can. <laughs> and it, yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's um because a lot of it, here's, here's why I'm asking the question. A lot of people ask the question, well, how do I get on, how do I get my son on elite prospect as an example? And, and so, and of course that they, they're part of a database based on where they play and you don't necessarily put your son on or daughter on, on elite prospects, but explain that. Yeah, so um, this has changed a little bit over the years. Obviously, now adding players at a much younger age, and we're not doing that for any other reason than that there were tons of requests for that. Yep. You know, back in the day, you would get on elite prospects when you made a junior team at a certain you know elite level. Like back in Sweden, you would get on elite prospects when you made uh, Tieve Pukken, essentially. Yep. So as we have started covering lower leagues, uh, lower divisions, lower level, uh, younger age groups. Uh, of course the need for data has, has rapidly increased because the, you know, the pro hockey leagues, that's pretty easy to get. Some of them, we partner directly with the league. We use their API to just, you know, constantly, uh, track their data as it gets updated. Uh, for other leagues, we have, you know, certain imports built so that we get um, up to date data uh, within minutes of, of, of the original source updating it. Um, but for junior leagues and women's leagues and, and youth hockey leagues, um, we still rely on a network of more than 150 volunteers putting statistics in from all kinds of leagues. Like we have two or three guys doing just Minnesota high school hockey and they're scouring every every team website every day to make sure that we have updated statistics. So we still have 
I don't know the exact number at any given time, but there's over 100 volunteers at any given time, at least 100 volunteers helping elite prospects out. And it's also very self-sanitary in a way. So let's say you have a kid who plays hockey and you have the wrong height and weight and the wrong statistics and the wrong team assignment. Well, I bet you're going to let us know, right? Yeah. I mean, I have through the yeah. years, right? So the the audience, just like with IMDb, uh, or Wikipedia, the audience, 1.5 million unique users a week. That's going to, that's going to be a lot of eyeballs on the website at any given time. We're going to get a lot of feedback from users and we're going to get a lot of corrections just by users reaching out. So, so us getting the data is really a patchwork of, of many different methods. Uh, and we're never, you know, we're, we're not 100% correct. No one can be, but we strive to, we strive to be 99% correct. And, and, you know, for, for many leagues, we're, we're sort of at that level. That said, there are still many, you know, historical gaps in our historical database. There are still, you know, some years from certain leagues that we just don't have like college hockey in the U S late eighties, um, still a lot of, you know, gaps there for sure. Um, but yeah, so it's, um, we get our data in a lot of ways. But, but for example, so a lot of people use either, um, so a lot of people, so take USA Hockey. So your organization probably have a sport engine. Sport engine is a, is a big user of, of websites for youth hockey organizations. Is yeah. there an automatic feed from, from sport engine to your site? Or is that, so the organizations that are part of USA Hockey. So what, what's the other one? Uh, Goal Line, Sport Engine. Those are probably the goal line is, is probably not as prevalent anymore, but. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we, we, we have automated imports uh, from certain leagues, you know, we have game sheet or league stat or whatnot. So yeah. I'm actually not the tech guy here. That would be uh, for Johan to answer actually, but, yeah. but there are a lot of automated imports, especially from, you know, the higher up leagues, the pro leagues, anything that's, that's uh, constantly available online is, is, is pretty easy to, to pick up through an import. Uh, but there's also a lot of manual labor yeah. going into it um, at any right. given day. So, yeah, I'm, so I'm we're glad. getting basically three, four, maybe 500 man hours a day of volunteer work taking place at elite prospects. And that will, that will keep you up to date with, with a lot of hockey. Yeah. I'm glad you, I, I, that was just a curious question that I've hear a lot of people of. So, so go back to this thing of the, the parent that, you know, if you have a U10 a level player, they're not going to, you yeah, know. we're not adding U10 players. We started no. Bantam, uh, Bantam uh, in the U.S. and Canada, and uh, U14 or U15 in Sweden. So yeah. uh, in Europe, yeah. So so no U10s really. We we do have a, a couple of like the Quebec International Pee Wee Tournament. We do that, but yeah, right. But yeah, for let's use a 14UA parent. Yeah. So 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 it is now down to 14UA. In is certain areas, in certain areas, That's yeah, amazing. Uh, yeah. So, um, um, it varies by region, you know, like, like down here in Florida, we have a, a, a pretty decent, uh, Sahoff has a pretty decent website where you can get all the rosters, which yeah. helps us, you know, populate the, the U14, the U16 levels, even a double a, uh, some regions it's tougher. So we got to rely on, on manual labor, uh, to a larger extent, but yeah. <clears throat> So how how many next question I have is how many people or do you guys track um 
uh, a lot of people that I see, un unfortunately, don't update their own profile. So they're they're on there, but they don't know it exists or they don't know or they don't care to update it. And then you have the users that are uh, verified. They are um, they update the 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 specifics that you can go in as a as a uh, yeah. Someone else can go in and update height, weight, that kind. Yeah. Of stuff. So this has been part of our you know business development strategy. Back in the day, if you played like you know obviously if you played OHL or WHL or USHL hockey, you would be on Elite Prospects because it's 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 a league that we would organically cover, right? Yeah. Um, but as we started adding younger age groups and more leagues, we were getting overwhelmed with requests to please add my son, please add my team, please add this. And we got to a point where we just, you know, um, we just basically couldn't handle it. And that was part of the business development project for, for EP premium. So what we did was we offered a subscription model, um, where if you do have an active premium subscription, you can request to update your profile at any time. Cause normally a 14 U a league, we will update like once a year or twice a year. A lot of them don't even carry online statistics. So we just have the player bio basically, yep, yep. and they will get updated like height and weight. We might update, you know, um, once a year. Yeah. But if you want to keep a, for a lot of people, elite prospects is really important as they try to progress through the hockey system, because, you know, um, a lot of scouts and, and GMs and, you know, team managers or coaches will go to elite prospects to, to look up a player. So we were getting a lot of requests every day for, you know, update my height and weight yeah. and can I get a new picture? So we, we, we realized that, you know, there's some business potential here. Uh, and also for us to be able to do it, we need to charge because we need to hire people to actually handle all these requests. We get thousands of update requests per day now. And, you know, that's, <laughs> that takes quite a bit of a, quite a lot of manpower. So, so um, if, if you do have an EP premium subscription and you're over 14 years of age and you play organized hockey, you can ask to be added. And you can also, if you have a subscription, you can also have your entire team added if you're a coach or a team manager at like the 14U level. So, so yeah. that's why we, uh, that's one of the reasons why we, why we uh, put that into uh, um, Elite Prospects Premium. Yeah. And I, th I think, so let's talk about that because, so for me, I I'll give you the second plug here. Jeff Colson with uh, Junior Hockey Advisor was, was probably, so I, my son went from U16 into then going back to Sweden to play. And, and before U16, it was just, you know, Hey, you were on there looking at maybe different players, but I really didn't get interested in as a parent and, and my son was the same way in terms of really utilizing the the platform as a as a advertising board for 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 yourself yeah. as a player right so yeah so, yeah so at that time it it became oh I, I really didn't have a whole lot of oh it was nice but i didn't you i didn't use it so therefore it wasn't as important to go in and update the stuff but the moment that it became important because you realize that not a lot, but everybody that are a scout, coach, GM will use Leap Prospects. I would, I would almost guarantee. Um, so that's the first thing they're going to go in and look you up or who's this kid, right? Um, so 
I started listening to Junior Hockey Advisor. It was a Facebook uh, discussion group that Jeff does a great job. And what he does, so it was pretty evident all the tools that he was using was in the premium version. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of usability in the free version. But I think the premium version was the next level. And what I found was my first my first thing was the entry point was pretty easy. It was pretty, pretty inexpensive and fairly easy to just transition. And it gives you some more more tools. Talk about those. Yeah. So uh we realized that we had, you know, a lot of hardcore fans, right? Um a a, a, a huge portion of our audience goes to elite prospects several times a day. And so we realized that, you know, we want, we had a list of so many features that we wanted to build, but in order to basically, you know, secure the finances to be able to build all these, because, you know, tech development is expensive. Yep. Um, so we realized that there would probably be a willingness to pay for premium features at elite prospects. This is right around when the athletic started just before the athletics started and it was right around when when some other you know hockey outlets launched their paid subscriptions so we knew that there was you know an increasing willingness to pay for content and so we put up a plan we were going to add 15 new features to the website and we were going to add an editorial component to go back to our you know scouting report days if you will where we would actually cover prospects for many years elite prospects was was just about statistics so we wanted to sort of get back to the roots and actually be an outlet be an authority within the prospects field so so we put together our uh, our editorial department which is now EP Rinkside and we invented a lot of features that we knew our audience would would um, appreciate such as you know the player tracker custom rosters uh, compare player features we put up a portal for for the agents because we were getting a lot of agency requests all the time to keep you know um, the roster updated um, and player profiles updated so we put together what we call the agent portal um and we invented a number of other features we started adding game logs so so f- you know, for the top 35, 40 pro leagues and junior hockey leagues in the world, as of today, you can get game logs, individual game logs for each player. So that was just a number of the features we added. We have the EP contact book so users can contact each other, et cetera. And we put this together into a package that we call EP premium. Uh, a year or so later, after launching this, we started adding the active player features, such as, you know, request to update stats. Yep. And then we also launched the verified suite in early 2020, um, where active hockey players, you know, they can upload fitness testing results. They can add YouTube video clips, um, get endorsements from other players, and they can also add, you know, resumes and and even you know high school and college grades um to become more you know employable as hockey players if yeah. you will so so ep premium today is 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 a wide array of, of of features for hockey fans 
hockey media, active hockey players, coaches and managers. And of course, you know, EP premium is used by sc- by scouting staff. I'd say the majority of the NHL teams are are using EP premium for, for, you know, scouting and player tracking purposes today. Um, and of course, a lot of active players have a EP premium subscription to, to be able to stand out, to keep their profile verified, make sure that, you know, height and weight uh, goals and assists are always updated. Yeah. And I think it's fairly inexpensive. What is it like 12 bucks a month or nine bucks? Yeah, a month? it was, it was nine, 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 bucks, nine, a month. nine bucks. I think Yeah, <laughs> it was nine bucks a month forever. And uh, actually just this spring, we realized that it's been at nine bucks uh, for, for four years now. And we've added probably 15 new features since we added the original 15 features It's just a, a much better product today. We're doing our draft guide, the fantasy guide, um so it's just you know our production level is is probably three times as high today as as when we launched ep premium so we decided to go with the inflation trend of racing prices and we upped it to 11.99 and so far that has been um received fairly well i mean you know um we 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 wanted to raise the prices so we could incorporate even more features into elite prospects and there are tons of them coming uh we just finalized a project to rebuild the entire backbone of elite prospects so we can be much more agile with with inventing new features and launching new features and you know we're upping our our level of content production quite a bit so so we're we're certain that our our subscribers will will get their money's worth down the down the road well i use i mean i use it every day uh and and i use it for, you know running this podcast it's it's um, right now we're running a, a, a series of North American hockey, Swedish players that played either played this year or last year in the North American hockey league. And, um, and how do I get that? It's just as a premium user, I sort and, you know, easy. Yep. Boom, here and Our there. advanced search filter will get you, uh, uh, all you need in about 20 seconds. So, yeah, no, so it's, it's easy to find. And, um, and then I, the next thing is um, uh, find them on, you know, if I want to contact, you know, we just had Kevin Marx Nurian as an example, who just, he's going to um, uh, Northern Michigan now in the fall. And he played for, for, in the North American hockey league. So found him there. Okay. Swedish guy. How do I find him? Go to Instagram or wherever, uh, which most players also have a social media presence and and contact them that way or find find another connection to get introduced and hit them up and boom they're there on on the podcast so uh so and of course go ahead you know another useful feature of course is that if you're looking to scout or recruit a player you're going to get the, the player connections all of a sudden you realize okay this guy played with five other guys that i've coached or three other guys that i know or he played with this guy's brother uh, and I know a lot of the general managers over in Europe, they use that feature a lot to get intel on on North American skaters because there's always hockey is a small world, right? So there's always a connection out there somewhere. And, and that's a very useful feature, too. Yeah. No, and I I, I just recorded a a uh, a uh, episode with uh, this is interesting for you that are stat crazy. So Philip V. Betty. Do you know Philip? No. All right. So, so I do my research, look him up. And so do you have your site up now? Yeah. 
All right, look him up right now. And it's Philip, F-I-L-I-P, V-Berry with a W. Yeah, Norwegian or Swedish. So what do you find that is interesting? I, I find uh, four Philip Viberg in the database, one Norwegian, three Swedes. Two of them are verified. One is currently uh, slated to play for the University of Alaska Fairbanks. Got one guy in Karlskoga, Sweden, uh, Sundsvallhockey, Sweden, and Venice, yep. Sweden. So, so what's <laughs> interesting there is that three of them are 2002 birth year. Yeah. So I got recommended through... Uh, through Kim Hilmerson has said, oh, yeah, maybe you should have this guy on. Okay. Because uh, they played together at Maine Nordiques. Contacted what I just said on social media. Contacted Philip. Said, hey, dude, I'd really like to have you on the podcast. Was recommended. And uh, he was like, yeah, awesome. Sounds good. And, uh, well, it wasn't the right one. No. And uh, so the guy with the Maine Nordiques is the Norwegian guy, right? And... Uh, Come to find out when I'm talking to Philip from Sundsvall. Wrong Philip. It was wrong Philip, but interesting, in incredible guy. And come to find out the third guy, so Philip from Sundsvall, actually played with another Philip in the same team, <laughs> on the same line. One has number 21 and, number, and one has number 22. So, uh, you know. Exact same spelling, same birth year, <laughs> everything. Yeah. Not a pH, uh, not a single V. All no, three I mean we we get that a lot. That's that's a you know um, we have you know we got two Eric Carlsons drafted into the NHL, right? Or or um, Sebastian Aho. Yeah, we got two Sebastian Aho from different countries. That's uh, uh, yeah. What, what one funny thing about names? Uh, we played youth hockey tournament few years ago or i don't know five six years ago and the opposing team roster had one chuck norris and one indiana jones <laughs> on the same roster so we we were impressed about that um so all right last thing here before we round out where is it going uh because here's what i'm wondering is we had um we had the ceo of sportway on talking about svensk hockey tv we've had Morgan uh, Zeba from Speedio on. We're going to be talking about um, RinkNet. And I know that um, Huddle bought, um, uh, what's the one? Um, I forget the platform that a lot of scouts are Instat. using. Instat. Instat. And some of the, I understand a lot of the North American Hockey Leagues are moving away from Instat and these type of things. But are you guys, I'm sure that you've had discussions about, do we incorporate that type of media in the future yeah so it's been you know it's been an ongoing discussion for us and we've looked into video content down a couple of avenues i will say one being of course you know the 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 broadcast opportunity that you know if if you gather all the hockey fans in the world um that's a pretty good platform to be broadcasting hockey right yeah. But a lot of people are already doing it pretty well. And yes. um, so we've, as for now, we have steered away from, from broadcasting, uh, you know, being a rights holder and whatnot that, I mean, I'm not, you know, I'm not ruling it out for sure that that might certainly be something we do down the road. Um, but as for incorporating, you know, advanced statistics and video content into our player profile, becoming like a, a, a video editing platform, 
Um, there's already a ton of companies doing that and doing that really well. Um, you know, you mentioned Instat, there's a few others. Um, so we don't really think there might not be a whole lot of space for us in that market. Uh, it's probably more so just stick to your guns for elite prospects. I mean, we're going to keep doing better what we already do really well, you know, being a very, very thorough, comprehensive database for hockey, adding more content, adding more, you know, scouting reports, more detailed content and, 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 you know, uh, even more useful features for the active player. Uh, and another thing that we're looking at is, of course, the event side, where we already have the EP Cup Series now going uh, on its second year here in a couple of weeks in Boston. Starting off, uh, we have the EP Invitational. We've done uh, two editions of the EP Invitational, and we're doing it again uh, this coming spring. So I will say we're not necessarily looking too deep into the, you know, uh, video field of things. What we are looking into, of course, um, what features can we add that will increase the number of professional users that we have? And we're looking at, you know, there's a couple of avenues for us to go down and we haven't entirely decided which one it will be yet, but as for being a video tool, uh, probably not. Yeah. I, 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 I applaud you for that. Cause I think that what what I have found is that where companies really uh, kind of good to great um, concept of stick to your core competence here, and where a lot of companies um, take Instat as an example, uh, where you know now that I think they were bought by Huddle, but they were having a lot of people that were having problems with it because of of service issues, and 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 I think that it becomes one of those. We only have so much resources and we can't keep up with the demand and then service level starts dropping. And um, and that's certainly something that you, you brought it up early on, and that is the quality and the accuracy of the product. It's it's you're never going to be perfect. Uh, you're no. only as good as the data that is in the databases in there. But and but you have a really, really strong system that that kind of manages itself but for as a user what i appreciate is easily quickly be able to get to what i want to just like we did when we were looking up philip vbay yeah uh, and that that information is is accurate and yeah uh, so a, a big thing for ep with regards to i mean you mentioned instat they they've been well in my experience, the, the the best tool for for video scouting, and so there's not really a whole lot of point in in, in us trying to, you know, um, do that one better. Um, we would much rather be a complement um, yeah. to Instat. And the number one difference, of course, is Elite Prospects has always been a public platform. It's always accessible to everyone. Of course, there are a number of premium features that you got to pay to access, yep. but that's that anyone can go to elite prospects and find very useful information about a hockey player, which is not the case with the, the, the tools you're bringing up. They're B2B only. Uh, you have to be professionally working in hockey to benefit from, from these tools. And, <laughs> and we sort of want to be more at the crossroads between, you know, hockey fans, active players, while also adding value to pro for professional users. Um, but, but, you know, uh, Instat doesn't cater to the average hockey fan. No. We do. 
and yeah. we will continue to do so. Instat doesn't cater to the average active player. We do, and we'll continue to do so. So we're more about the volume market than the uh, niche market, if you will. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. One of the questions that that we round out, we actually have two things. We're we're doing a project with with Target Aid where we're highlighting each guest um, get to talk about and and tell me about Klubben i mitt or the team in my heart, and then we'll highlight that on our Target Aid site and and give some promotion to that. So, what's your selection? Yeah, it would have to be EF Troja Jungby, of course. Oh, um, but I mean, that said, my my uh, my youth club is uh, Rita Holmes Esco. I'm still, you know, a, a, a very proud to say I'm from Rita Holm. I played there growing up, but they've been in, in Division three and Division four forever. So, you know, as far as, you know, being passionate about a team and and, and their results and their progress, uh, it would be if I grew up. Uh, uh, always going to games that soon behold, starting back in like 92, 93, when they were constantly knocking on the door to, to get promotion to the SHL. They, they played the qualifiers for about, I think like seven or eight years straight and, and, you know, always found a way to stumble. So they never quite made it up there. Uh, and now the financial realities have, have caught up. So they're sort of dancing between the third and, and second level um in sweden now but but they're still definitely the number one club uh in my heart i love it i love it that's why we're doing this because there's these i was just uh talking to uh uh one of the guys from gothenburg and his his team is lerum and he said the 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 the, the jersey i have on my wall is is lerum and uh and that's what it's all about and and we're gonna highlight that last question here you met yourself your 17 year old self now but you have a few more years uh of 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 tread on your tires so to speak or 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 miles on your tires what advice would you give yourself today but you're 17 you know your son is now almost there so uh yeah but you you um, didn't didn't know back then that you know now don't change a thing (laughs) go on as planned I, you know, to be honest, I will not complain about a single thing. I've, I've, you know, I've made my mistakes in life for sure, but I have, uh, I have a fantastic wife and two fantastic children. I'm, I'm running elite prospects. I live in the best place on earth. Uh, so far so good, you know, health wise, um, healthy family, lots of friends. Uh, I'm having a ton of fun with everything I do, being it, you know, coaching hockey or or working in hockey or, you know, going to the NHL draft. I've been on the ice for I would never have made it to the Stanley Cup finals as a hockey player. I will tell you that, Um, you know, even even my friends back when I was 15, 16, 17, they told me you're much better at writing about hockey than playing hockey. So that said, I've, I've been on the ice for two or three, three or four Stanley Cup champions. Um and you know i i would never have made it onto the ice after a stanley cup clinching game as a hockey player uh i have gotten to do it you know in in a media capacity and i wouldn't you know i wouldn't want to have another job than this it's it's the best job in the world and so you know to my 17 year old self i would say plow away keep going yeah. bud you're on the right yeah. track here yeah well uh as we get into the stanley cup playoffs and stuff you can uh you can you can enjoy that again 
but on Carolina ice this year. So uh, we'll see how that goes, right? Yeah, it could be, uh, finally could be the year, I guess. They've been uh, um, beating around the bush for quite some time now, but yeah, uh, it'll be exciting to see. It's uh, it's a good little matchup down here in the South now with the Lightning and the, I think the Panthers are going to be good again. Carolina's going to be good. And and then you got, I, I think at the end of the day, this will be Edmonton's year. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Well, Peter, thank you for jumping on. It's been educational. It's been informative, which is what we're all about, uh, educate and inform. And uh, everybody already knows where to go on Elite Prospects, but uh, they can look you up on LinkedIn and other places. Uh, and uh, thanks for jumping on and, and sharing your story. Thank you very much, Jacob. It's been a pleasure. 